0: welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast um self-evolution regardless and in this episode we're going to be talking about something actually extremely important if whether or not and this is also another topic suggested by malina um Rosanne, thank you very much for suggesting this topic, Marina. I really appreciate this. And so she uh, suggested I talk about a question that we may want to address to the narcissist, which is how to ask a narcissist about their narcissism. Or questions about their narcissism, and what she meant is, I think, from what I understood, and hopefully, Malina, if Night for listening, uh, I didn't misunderstand you. I think from what you meant uh, by this question is if we can ask the narcissist if they are narcissistic, like if we have a romantic partner, for example, or a friend, or someone who. We suspect is a narcissist if we can ask them, like, um, how narcissistic are you? Or a question like, are you really narcissistic? I think, first of all, um, to attack, not to attack, but to tackle, tackle this topic would be to ask the question differently. I think we would say something like, How much do you love yourself? I mean, (laughs) um, this can sound weird and awkward and... um, As a question. But I think it would be... It would be something that would backfire if we could ask a narcissist... If they're ever narcissistic or how narcissistic they are, judging by what they do, judging by how much and how frequently they will turn any sort of conversation about any and everything that had happened to them before, or it'll, they'll, they will turn the conversation into something that had happen to them or is happening to them or will be happening to them or anything that has something to do with them um i think it would be smarter to not ask the question so i think okay let's let's imagine this scenario you are dating someone and this person be it a he or a she okay you're gonna ask them um so are you narcissistic by any chance first of all they're gonna look at you in a weird way like what <laughs> what <laughs> i'm sorry uh repeat that and they're gonna be um, Like wondering What's so Catchy You know what's so Important about asking the, this question And And the reason why It's because the question in itself Isn't really gonna give you an honest or a lying answer because if they say hey no absolutely not no what do you what what kind of question is that i'm not a narcissist who says i am a narcissist and then the answer is no okay and then they will give you 15 reasons why they're not narcissistic and then what they do and what they say shows you that they're a thousand percent narcissistic. And then you don't know. Like you're you're going to keep questioning yourself. You're going to keep doubting yourself about it. Or worse yet, they're actually going to tell you, yes, I'm a narcissist. What's the problem with that? And then they're going to give you 50 reasons why they're narcissistic this time. And it's a validation to what they said. To when they answered, yes, I'm a narcissist. Well, the thing is... Let me explain this. Um, this is a personality disorder. This is a spectrum, okay? And a spectrum has variations or degrees in how much a person is narcissistic maybe what they say or what they claim they are doesn't necessarily portray what it is they do it might be more it might be less they might tell you they're not narcissistic at all but what they say and do is narcissistic like hell and another scenario would be if they tell you yes they are narcissistic but what they do doesn't necessarily show that the person you're dealing with is someone who's normal actually it doesn't have narcissistic personality disorder and this is the trick in this disorder is that it is a spectrum of narcissism. And narcissism, and this is a very, very huge topic already. I mean, the episodes I dedicated to it are not even enough to cover it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that big, okay? Um, it's a spectrum, okay? And it's a personality before anything else. It's a personality disorder. And remember before, I don't know which, I don't remember which episode I mentioned this exactly. But I said at some point, I will be recording episodes about personality types. And there are 16 of them. And we're going to go in depth in each and every personality. Okay? Now, each and every personality does have a percentage of narcissism in it, okay? And narcissism in itself is necessary for someone to be able to express their wants and needs and feelings and behaviors and actions and thoughts and and everything, everything. It's important, but at a healthy dose, at a healthy percentage. If there isn't enough narcissism in someone to be able to love themselves in a healthy way, they will be so-called codependent. They will be these people who will devote 90% of their time attending to someone else's wants, needs, feelings, actions, thoughts, behaviors, problems, etc., etc. And they will depend on others for validation and seek approval from people, and they will be people pleasers. And they will be insecure, which I think, I don't know if you get the gist here, but codependents actually mirror narcissists who, on the other hand, will have a higher percentage of narcissism. Higher than the healthy amount. And higher than the codependent, obviously. And if you'll notice they mirror each other they're both dependent on others for validation they're both very insecure they're both needing sort of like wanting desiring yearning longing for the attention of others in one way or another right for validation from others for the pleasure of others for the satisfaction of others they seek to always want to fill this hole within them like there's this gap that they always must fill which is never fillable but there is there must be a healthy if not healthy, then there has to be narcissism in, in in each in every individual in each and every personality of everyone okay, and there is healthy narcissism as well as unhealthy narcissism and as we said, as I said, narcissism is a spectrum okay. Now, narcissism in itself doesn't automatically mean narcissistic personality disorder because essentially some people who are actually normal may display narcissistic behaviors okay at some occasions they want to receive as many thank yous as possible they want to receive as many praises as possible they want to um, get attention from people because they're seeking it because they they have to okay say in even professional context if you're giving a presentation obviously you want all eyes on you you want Everyone to look at you presenting whatever it is you're talking about and looking at this light show you're presenting that you spent hours preparing. There's a narcissism within you, right? You have narcissism. But it's in a professional context. And supposedly and, and presumably it's supposed to be healthy, right? Yes, there's no harm in that. Actually, that's very necessary because if you're presenting. Or if you're giving a presentation or a talk or a speech about something and everyone is looking around and it's chaotic and everyone is talking to each other, there's no respect of what it is you have to present. There is no honoring or appreciation of what you spent hours and maybe even nights preparing, so it wouldn't be fair for you to sit to sit all that time preparing for that presentation and that slideshow, for example, showing up really nervous, really about to have you know a heart attack. I don't know. God forbid. Um. And you're really nervous, you really want to get through this, and the people that are supposed to be engaging with you are not giving a damn. That's not healthy. That's not professional from your audience's side, obviously, behalf, and it's not healthy for you. Because then you're gonna be selfless and you're gonna dedicate much more energy and more time for your audience to engage with you, which is gonna be selfless and you're gonna wanna, you're gonna want their attention and you're gonna want their satisfaction, you're gonna want to please them, and definitely it's gonna hurt you and backfire in the, in, in the end not gonna work well for you. So in everyone, in each and every person, there is narcissism and it has to be in healthy dosage so that the person will treat themselves and the people around them in healthy ways. For a healthy relationship to be established, there has to be a healthy amount of narcissism in both partners which will contribute to the balance and health of this relationship and its strength in withstanding and uh, surviving for many more years to come. Okay. So, and... And the tricky thing about narcissism is you can't really come up to a stranger or someone you're dating and ask them. Even, I think, if it's your long-term boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse even, it's, it's difficult. It's awkward. Why would you ask that? I mean, it's not that I'm... I'm not minimizing the value of the question. It's definitely important to ask such things, but it would be also gaslighting in a way. It would also be more it would it would it would make you more suspicious. you know what I'm saying? It'll make you more doubtful. And you will question yourself and doubt yourself and doubt this person and doubt the whole relationship. And you keep, you're going to keep wondering and you're never going to have a set or a fixed answer that's going to help you move on. If you're going to keep asking the, this question, I think, what's it... What's it what it's gonna do is it's gonna circle around and talking in circles and leading nowhere. Remember how I said that you might ask someone if they're narcissistic and they're even, it's, it's a 50 50% uh, chance you're gonna you're either gonna get a yes or a no, and either will depend on how their body language displays itself in front of you during during the amount of time they're answering you, but most importantly how they show up later on when they're actually behaving in front of you when they're actually talking to you the way they're talking to you the way they're uh addressing things with you the way they're gesturing things the way i don't know it's very very big such a big topic i think you would be smarter if you would ask yourself that question about that person though you would ask yourself instead how narcissistic is that person are they really narcissistic and then you get the light bulb in your head and then you test the environment you test it you make some changes and tweaks and and small, you know, manipulations here and there, just to see the convenience of the situation and how well it changes. And how you want things to go. If they go well, the person is very much healthy. If they don't go well, well, you're dealing with, I guess, either a narcissist or a codependent. But if you ask yourself the question instead of addressing that person, you will see that your brain will no longer question itself. It'll no longer doubt itself, doubt its ability to think logically. If you observe what's going on, and you take notes or if you remark you know stuff that's happening the small gestures the small body sorry the small body language the time spent with you the way they talk to you the way they argue with you the way they personally attack you or the way they search for solutions with you etc etc you will know if that person is narcissistic or not. And it's up to you to determine that. It's not up to the person themselves that you're asking. Because remember, if you're going to ask them, it's going to be a lie either way. You're going to be lied to either way. If they answer with yes or no, whether they're going to answer with yes or no, you're going to be lied to. Trust me. Okay, people lie, the stupidest, smallest lies, because they do it because it's it's safer to lie than to be honest. And even if they're honest at that moment when they tell you, for example, if they're a narcissist and they'll tell you, yes, I'm a narcissist, then their reactions to things, or the way they talk about stuff, is actually exaggerated. Or more or less empathetic. You're going to be lied to. You're going to, you're going to question yourself. You're not going to know which to believe, either your brain or theirs. So you really, you have to be smart about this. You really have to be smart about how to ask the question, but most importantly, whom to address. And whom to address is yourself. If you ask yourself that question, you will know for sure what you're dealing with. But if you're asking that question to the wrong person, which is the person themselves, then you're kind of putting yourself in a trap. Just be careful. Be careful with that. And I'd say also, if you're gonna ask, uh, questions about their narcissism, don't be vague about it. Don't just say, okay, what kind of questions about narcissism should I ask them? No, first of all, like I said, ask yourself these questions, and second, be more precise. When it comes to what kind of questions should you ask about narcissism when it comes to this person? Of course, you're asking yourself again. You're asking yourself, okay? And you're depending on your eyes, ears, mouth, and memory, and hands, and everything to determine everything and to put everything under categories and organized, okay? the kind of questions you want to ask are for example um for example you want to you want to categorize you want to put a gar- category for body language a category for conversations a category for reactions a category for um emotional Emotional abuse, a category for praise and attention seeking, a category for arrogance, a category for empathy. You want to put those in a clear imaginary table or even on a piece of paper, and you want to make them clear in front of you and distinguish things from things, and you will determine what's going on. And once you do that, the image will be clearer for you, whether that person you're dealing with is actually narcissistic or not. Keep those to yourself. Create a journal, write about stuff. Write about the most personal moments you spent with this person, And especially remark and put down or jot down how it is you felt, okay? The moment that specific reaction happened or the moment they said that specific thing, okay? Or the moment you've been yearning for that specific answer and they finally answered that question you've been wanting to ask them for so long, mark down how you felt about that and what you can conclude. And with that, with the detailed story, as I always said in journaling, remember to put as many details as possible. You really want to put it vivid. You really want to put that memory written down as vividly as possible so that it gets out of your brain. And once it does, you don't have to think about it as much anymore. Because memories and thoughts, especially memories which involve feelings, memories which are shocking or surprising or terrifying or exciting, will remain a longer, a way longer period of time in our heads And it's going to be a huge, huge struggle for us to get them out of our head with time. So, an effective way to deal with this is to write it down in a journal. And as grossly and disgustingly and vividly as possible. Okay? And also, I would also emphasize the idea I mentioned earlier about categorizing things and being more precise about what kind of questions you want to ask about narcissism whether it be um, their arrogance their attention seeking their fantasies with beauty intelligence heroism their entitlement their uh, i don't know their ability to exploit others for their best interest, their ability to take advantage of others' weaknesses, their ability to... Oh, sorry. Their envy of others. And... If they're just so full of themselves, just be more precise and... Note down under each and every question as many things you noticed as possible. And when you compare and do your research about what a healthy person does and what a toxic person does, you will see the difference right there in front of you and you will not have doubts about how you think logically anymore. Because trust me, and again, narcissists, are professional gas lighters be careful with whom you're dealing with okay if their tongue is honest focus on their body language okay it's gonna it's gonna put you in a trap some some way somehow you really want to be careful with those red flags And those red signs, so that you'll know what you're dealing with, and especially for the sanity of your mind and of your logical thinking. So, remember to always write things down whenever you have the time and energy to think about this stuff, and to keep them hidden, secretly. This is for you, this is meant for you okay to help you to guide you to be careful with whom to deal with and the next person you'll meet depending or referring referring to those notes you took before you'll be able to detect red signs or red flags if there are any like that and it'll be much easier for you To know if this person is toxic or healthy from the beginning rather than from or after a period of time where a lot has happened and your memory is foggy and you can't remember as much and your memory is even tricking you and you're having bad nightmares and it's chaotic and it's all over the place. And you're doubting yourself, and it's just not going anywhere. Anywhere, okay. So I would say, in summary, to ask yourself this question: If that person is narcissistic, or not, and how narcissistic, how narcissistic is that person, or what kind of questions should I ask? about the narcissism of that person is again first of all you ask yourself that question second you ask more detailed questions rather than that vague one you determine what's you specify the criteria or traits that you categorize in different categories and you write down what, you, what it is you notice under each and every category separately and you keep that note um, secret and hidden for protection, okay? And also write down in a journal the most vivid way possible. The memories that triggered you, or the most emotional events that happened, so that you can think more logically and clearly. Once emotions are put a- put aside, you can think logically. Put away your emotions, okay? Which is why I told you, or I mentioned, <laughs> to uh, write them down as as emotional and as vivid as possible, so that when you do that, the emotional part is set aside, and now you can use your logical side of your brain to think about it, and then determine if that person is healthy or toxic, and then you will have less possibility, less... um the chances, or the odds, that you will question yourself and doubt yourself, and even gaslight yourself, will, or second-guess yourself, or should I say, or should I be more technical, the the odds that you're gonna have cognitive dissonance is gonna be way, way less, which is extremely beneficial. I'm pretty sure. Okay, um, so. Again, Melina, thank you, thank you very, very much for suggesting this topic. I honestly never thought about it before, this question, but you suggested this topic, and now this is an episode dedicated to it. I'd like to give you a personal thank you from me. And as always, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and hope you learned uh, something out of this episode. As much as I enjoyed recording it and explaining this stuff to you and sharing my point of view, at least uh, with you, I do hope I made some sort of sense when I was talking about this, because it's such a big topic. And hopefully, you know, I narrowed down to the most important points to talk about. And as usual, I will be putting the links to the Facebook page, Instagram page, website link, merch link, and Patreon in the show notes for you to check out. So don't hesitate to check out those links if you ever want to. And if you want to see this podcast thriving and successful and growing, don't forget or don't hesitate to support it, please. It'll be much appreciated. And yeah, that's it. I'll see you in the next episode.